At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we back at it, Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Man. All right. Try it again. Yeah, for, for full transparency, this is like the third time we done started this motherfucking show um, due to technical difficulties. Yeah, you man. Know what I'm uh, if you hear my fan in the background, I don't. I'm not as cool as DJ Head. I don't have Siri uh, Butler in my life right now, so I, I don't. I can't get the air conditioning out to get up and turn the fan on. So I'm not turning it off. Uh, so if you hear the fan in the background, it is what it is. But uh, we normally record on on Wednesdays. Shit didn't go right this week, but it ended up working in our favor because all hell broke loose Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. and we're gonna kick it off with with Meg the Stallion naming Tory Lanez as the shooter, as the foot shooter. What's crazy is nobody expected that to happen because, like she, you know, she had been real elusive about the whole thing for right. so long. Which had people and questioning, like, okay, what really happened? What really happened? What was going on? Was he really involved? Is she protecting him? What was going on? And she jumped on live and just let him have it. In all fairness, I still think there's more to the story. Absolutely. I, I mean... Like, I still think... I don't just see... I don't see Tory Lanez just... You know, shooting shoot. Meg the Stallion just be just because like they got into an argument. Here, here, I think the the real question is what led up to the shots. Like what? Now we got to be real careful because you know people love to cancel. For niggas. sure, for sure. We're not saying that anything justifies at all, at all. Uh, uh, Tory shooting Meg the Stallion in the feet <laughs> or the feet. But what we just want to know is the full story. We want context, we want nuance, and we want to understand what happened. Now, instead of our goddamn business, I was just about to say that. Does it really matter if we get all the details lined up? It's, it's purely just for niggas just want to be nosy. I'm not going to lie about that. It really isn't none of our business. But, it's, it is, but, but when you shoot a black woman in the feet, especially a you better real... Have a, you better have an answer as to why. And, and not to say that you justify it, but, hey... Niggas is gonna be curious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you shoot, if you shoot your wife in the foot, I want to know what happened. Like I want to know. Well, wait, Chuck did what? Right, and then the other, pe- other people on the other side, are like, damn, she must have really deserved for a nigga to shoot her in the foot. So I think, um, well, one, the mark, one of my first thoughts was, why now? Mm-hmm. And then. And, and then initially, and then Meg explained herself. She said, basically, you know, she's been hearing Tories, publicists going around to different blogs and shit, basically trying to stomp out the fires a little bit and um, clean up the mess, right? Right. And she's just like, I'm tired of it, basically. I'm tired of, uh, we should have played the audio, but she's like, I'm tired of people, uh, I'm tired of people not getting the real. Like, she's like, just be honest, basically, right. and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right. <sighs> now that it's out, mm-hmm. if you're Tory Lanes, you got to be thinking like, "Oh shit!" Like now, now it's confirmed. Like it's out. 
I shot her. The world knows. I saw a variety post about this thing last night. Wild. Which is wild. And it's like Meg Thee Stallion got the number one record in the country right now with Cardi B. Meg Thee Stallion is like one of the biggest rising female stars in the game. And you shot her. You know what I'm saying? What do you do at that point? I remember I was talking to Boulet Kev. I called, I even called Silas after the, uh, the, the, the news broke. And I was like, so let's say you, you're not, you're not my manager, but you, you're a Tory Lane's manager. What do you do? In this what situation? do you tell Tory to do? right now you know what i'm saying he's like nothing there ain't nothing you could do because my my take on it was you got one or two options you either you either wait it out in the corner and hopefully it go away or you get in front of it on some kevin hart shit and i like the kevin hart approach um and 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 and, and to be fair there's one thing that i probably haven't done that about and i'll do that later but in in my own personal life, oh, but okay, but but can you do that? And the I guess one thing that I have a question about is: is there a limit as to when you can do that? Like, is it a too late moment? Like, nah, you should have. Yeah, you can get ahead yeah. of that when you when you can control the narrative. But after it's played out, can he control the narrative at this point? You can't, and you at the mercy of of everybody else's. He narrative. can. He actually can. He can. The one thing that he actually has to do at this point, if everything is played out the way it is, is just own up to it. Like, yo, this is what happened, man. I apologize because of you know for my act. He needs to literally be at the mercy, like you said, other people and uh, of, the, of of Meg at this point. It's too late for that, in my opinion. In the court of public opinion, it's too late for that. If 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 my like I said, my play. If if this was if I were Tory, now mind you, we weren't there, so we don't actually know what happened. Mm-hmm. If what the speculation is is true, where they got into a brief little argument, altercation, whatever, Tory is high or whatever he was doing, pulls his gun out and shoots at the ground, even just to show off or be funny or make an idle threat, the bullet ricochets and hits Hitter. her in the feet. Mm-hmm. Even if that's the case, you still. <clears throat> you still jump right out the window. You come right out, and you be like, "Yo, this is what happened. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm willing to own up to whatever come with this. I apologize, you know, whatever, 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 and go for public remorse. That would have been my play, right? If in in that specific situation, that's, that's that easy. That's been easy to say now because of how everything's laid out at this point. No, I said this when it first happened. But even, but but I'm, you're right. But I'm, here's the thing now. It's done for. It's a wrap. Like, yeah. now what do you do? You you are Tory Lanez. What do you do at this point? Honestly, you only got one thing left to do, and that's really just come out and say, you know, tell your side of the story because she just told hers. And what I'm saying is that coming out and saying your side of the story and owning up to what your, what, how, own up to your side and what what went wrong on your end. Like, I think that's what's missing because it's easy for him to say, well, nah, nah, it's really, really happens. I shot at the ground and, you know, she hit me a couple of times and then I shot at the ground because she was going off at me. And, but nah, bro, just let it go. Hey, man, we had an altercation. We was, we, I was intoxicated. Don't even put it on anybody else. I was intoxicated at the moment. This is what I was going through. This is what was happening. I take full responsibility. It shouldn't have played out like that. You know what I mean? That's the only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing you can Because the thing is, 
she has just told her side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking about this with, with listeners in the radio last time. I was talking to a homies about this shit. And the legal ramifications of him saying anything at this point could be detrimental to his case. Because they're going to prosecute of him, course, for sure. Of course, of course. So, at this point, you don't something. have any more plays. You got to just shut the fuck up at this point. Because anything you say, literally, post, anything you do, can and will be used against you. So at this point, you got to shut the fuck up and let the lawyers handle it. At this point, it's nothing you can do at this point. Now, what if devil's advocate, this probably isn't the case. What if he has footage somehow, some way of quote unquote, what really happened that favors his side? Do you then use that against her or just chalk it up and say? Hell yeah, you use that. I remember um, I was listening to Brilliant Idiots, right? And and Charlemagne and Schultz is talking about uh, sexual misconduct and how the Me Too and like the Time's Up movements and all that stuff, right? And when somebody makes an allegation against you, when in in the form of something that is detrimental or that can literally ruin your life, Mm -hmm. you fight for your life. Got it. It's no different than you and Tasha being at the crib and some nigga come in there with a weapon. Right. You're you literally fighting for your life. Yeah. This is no different. If you have evidence against somebody who's accusing you of something that can quite frankly ruin your life, you fight for your life. If I got video or audio at like let's say Tori randomly was just recording in the car. Mm-hmm. And we and the audio comes out where you hear Meg pull the gun on him. It's like, and she's just going off. She's belligerently irate. Whatever the case, I'm just giving a, a hypothetical situation. She's belligerently irate. She pulls the gun on him in the audio. And it's like, you know, nigga, I'll kill you right now, type shit. And now they now you hear them wrestling for the gun, and the gun goes off and hits her in the feet. Mm. You absolutely put that shit out and you absolutely fight your case with that. One hundred percent, because this is something that is literally if it if it, if if what we think is happening right now and it played out from what we know from her side of the story, it's over for him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let me let me just I, I know we were talking about it, but I, I you made a good point. I want people to kind of hear from her mouth. This is just a little snippet of um, when she went live. Ask that he not saying nothing. What the gonna get on here and say? Y'all shot her. Why? Tell him why you shot me. That's the part. No reason. Stop lying on me. Stop acting like black women is the mother problem. Stop acting like black women is aggressive when all they be doing is speaking to mother acts and you mother can't handle it. Stop stop spreading lies. Stop getting on the internet acting like this diary. All right, so I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Lying that. on people. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that because there's a so, lot. It, there's a lot. So, so here's the other part of it too. Um, I'm not mad at her telling her side of the story. I know she was getting a lot of backlash on social media about snitching and whatnot. And I actually, you know, uh, obviously, glasses is somebody who we talk to a lot about these different types of matters. But it's not snitching when you are not thugging. If you're not thugging or you not you didn't sign up for the criminal underworld, even if you're just rapping about it. Mm-hmm. It is not snitching because you're a civilian. You are a citizen. You are a, I, me and you. Of course. Are United States citizens and I have rights. And if you have violated my rights, I have the right to prosecute you for that. 
True. The only pushback that I would say, and again, because we're not from that lifestyle, right? People will question, well, why didn't you just say anything in the beginning? Why didn't you, why didn't you, you, I mean, she even clearly said that she was like, I, I, I'm the reason why you're not in jail right now. Cause I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. She, she made it, she made it more clear that she was obviously afraid for her life because of this is in the middle of this is still going on, but the, the unrest, police killing people. So she's like, look, police got a gun on us and, you know, all these other things. I didn't know who to give the information. I don't want to be giving information up because there's a gun in the car and I'm leaking. So I, I get her point. I really do. And I'm not mad at that. No, I'm not. Not at all. But you have to understand that some people are going to look at that and say, well, OK, you play by you play by the, the rules of the streets in terms of not saying nothing to keep him out of jail, maybe to save your life, but you still played by those rules. And now you're saying you're, you're, you're naming him as the, the, the person that did it. I'm not, I don't have, I don't have a, I honestly don't have a dog in a fight, but that's what people are saying across social. And I think that whatever, if, if his team really did go out, because a lot of the times, you know, the audience is the one that kind of like kicks up the dust. There's people that comment on certain things and, you know, tag her and that could have been it, right? Now, I want to know if she has evidence to show that his team was really the one that was spreading the lies to the blogs. Maybe. I mean, I don't think this is the thing. This is such a crazy case where I don't see her coming out and lying about that, about nothing. She literally has no reason to lie in real life. And I'm not saying that she's lying, but again, just using this example. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if she was to come out and, like, I believe everything she said. Including the, the, including Tori's team being the one that's spreading the lies. 100%. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, because Tori has been quiet the whole time, which I don't necessarily blame him for doing either, unless it went a different way. If it went a different way, I'm clearing my name. I don't know what that, I don't, I don't subscribe to none of that street shit. I'm clearing my name. Right. Immediate. If I'm innocent. Now, if I'm not innocent, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna probably wait. I'm gonna probably lean back. Yeah, see how this shit. This, 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 this ain't the end of this, though. I can tell you that for damn sure. This is not the end of this. Like we, I don't even think we've begun to see it unfold even more. So we'll we'll keep you posted as you know when we get it. It might happen in the next day or so. But as of when we're recording this, which is on Friday morning. Uh, that's the latest that we have right now. Um, speaking of, you know, uh, I guess criminal activities and, you know, things of that nature. One thing that I kind of want to talk about, um, was, I don't know if you've got a chance to see the, the No Limit Chronicles. Mm -mm. I haven't either, but, you know, people have been talking about a salute to Master P. I'm glad his story is being told out there and people that, you know, didn't really know his story and things of that nature that, that is getting out there. But I guess in one of the episodes they were talking about C murder, which is his brother, uh, Corey Miller and his life and, and him being in jail right now. And it got a lot of people triggered and even Kim Kardashian speaking out on be on his behalf saying that he wants, she wants to just see what's going on with the case. And if there's anything that she can do to help now, uh, 
He was thankful for that and was like, man, good looking out. Whatever we can do to make it happen, great. But Louisiana is just a different, a different ball game. You know, we've been fighting for this case for forever. Uh, but thank you for the awareness. My question is, <laughs> if Kim K does this, if Kim K is responsible, bringing awareness and gets C murder free, I'm strictly to the Kim Kardashian and people that bash the Kardashian name, oh, they not good for black men, this, that, and the third. We've heard all of these accusations and, and things of, you know, how they ruin black people, right? Black, black men specifically. Do you then <laughs> give... Is that is that a, a a star in their record at that point? Is it like oh okay, like Kim Kim has been had a pass to me. How so? Kanye. What you mean? Like Kim. <clears throat> well, one, I'm not a fan of the Kardashian clan. Everybody knows this. It's no secret. I really don't give a damn what that family got going on. Don't care what the Jenners got going on. I just don't get. I just don't give a fuck. Right. To be honest with you. <laughs> Kim specifically has been had a pass a pass to me within within the culture because of how she hold or how she held Kanye down. We, now we didn't know all of the backstory of Kanye before. We know now. We know like he's come out after the TMZ shit. He has mental health issues. He has he's been diagnosed with bipolar. He's been on medicine on, on medication, so on and so forth. We didn't know all of the behind the scenes of Kanye back then, like when they first got together. You know what I'm saying? When they first started doing that shit, when they had the secret wedding and all that type of shit, right? Yeah. We didn't know Kanye was dealing with none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave Kim Kardashian props on the radio one day because I appreciated her holding Kanye down when he was broke. Remember, she was with him when he was going through that bro- that bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, shit. yeah, yeah. He was, I don't know, fifty million. What did he say? Fifty-four he million in, dollars. He, let's just say he was in a hole. Let's put it like that. He was in a deep ass yeah. hole. I think it was close to like sixty million dollars in debt, mm. and she rolled with him. I'm not mad at that. I can't, regardless of how I feel about her, her mom, what the family does, they business. I'm, I can't. And good, and, and I got to give her the same energy that I would give somebody else. Yeah, I give. I give if I'm gonna give somebody props for holding a man down during during a fucked up time, I got to give that same energy to Kim Kardashian. I can't be hypocritical in the way of that we are in other ways and be like, well, I still ain't fucking with her. In real life, you really don't really no. have a reason not to fuck with her, other than you hating. True. I, I'm okay with saying that I'm hating in certain facets of what they got going on. Because do I feel like they exploit culture sometimes? Yes. Do I feel like um, the world cares too much about what that family got going on? Yes. Do I feel like their mom exploits them? Yes. Do I feel like Kim Kardashian has wronged anyone? Not really. Who is she wronged? I'm really trying to think. I mean... I'm going off of what do do, do do she like this is gonna sound fucked up and no no, no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I, I love I love the way that, that you're easing into this. <laughs> about to be, no disrespect, but bye. no disrespect because this is a man's wife. But do I feel like she likes to indulge in black men? Of course. Of course. Of course she loves black men. 
Yes, I do believe that. Do I believe that her sisters fancy black men? Yes, I do. Do I feel like that family loves black men? Yes, they do. Has Kim Kardashian wronged anyone? I don't know that to be true. Do I believe that they have exploited culture? Yes. But so has every fucking body else. That's a fact. We don't know. I don't know not one person that's not of, authentically of the culture that probably hasn't exploited the culture for personal gain at some point. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so, I with think- that be, so with that being said, it's like I can't necessarily be like, why fuck Kim? Car-? I don't feel like that. I feel like Kim got into a situation. She got into a relationship. And think about this. Think about this. And we go back, right? If we go back and we know and we and we take into account we take into account the things that are public about Kim Kardashian. Right. We know she was with Reggie Bush, mm-hmm. right? We know she tried to make marriage or engage and work with that white man. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't see that happen anyway. Right, right. But if she did. I mean, in, in credit, she did try to make it work too. She tried to make it work. Yeah, yeah. with a white man. Yeah. That she once clearly was go black, bro. <laughs> once you go black, anyway. That never mind. Um. <laughs> Then she left. We all know the Ray J situation. That's that's ancient history. Through this entire time, we know one thing to be true. Kim has consistently tried to make her relationships work. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that is true. That's that's one. Mm. Two, I don't know that she's wronged anyone Mm. outside of her fucking with Donnie, dictator Donnie. We really don't have nothing on her but to just hate because we don't fuck with her. (laughs) And and even that, I feel like people saw what that move was about. Like even like when 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 Kanye chose to align himself with Donald Trump, I felt like it had more of a negative backlash because it was like, nigga, what are you doing? When she went was like, hey, okay, I'm meeting with him or, you know, figuring something out. It We saw the plan. We saw the agenda. And then we saw it work when she got an old girl out. Got it her worked. name. But so that, I guess that's why I wanted to bring it up because it's like, damn, I, I see a lot of people legit just hating on her for for no reason. And again, there will be people that hit in the comments to say, oh, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. But literally, when you look at it from the projection, it's like, damn, I don't. You know, you can say what you want to say about a relationship and her, her and Kanye and, you know, the alleged situation with her and Drake. Like, but that's coming from Kanye. That's not coming from. Like- All right. So, look, I pulled up. I pulled up Kim Kardashian and West uh, Network. She just did a deal to sell her cosmetic, uh, her cosmetic firm. Right. Mm-hmm. That put, it says the deal puts Kim Kardashian West net worth at about nine hundred million dollars. Sheesh. Now, that's as, that's a Forbes article, right? That's as of June of this year. Right. Now, let's say let's say we go back what four years when Kanye was in debt. Even if she was only worth half of that. Let's say she only had she was only worth 400 million dollars. In real life, people for people who don't know, your net worth is the totality of all your assets and businesses and properties and all that shit. So in real life, you probably have liquid 10% of what your net worth is. So if we go all the way back about four years, let's say Kim is only worth half of that, even a third of that. That's not, that's 300 million, which means she's worth $30 million liquid. Mm-hmm. She, she In liquid money, she has 30 million cash and $300 million and assets and properties and all that shit, right? Right. While her husband... 
her fiance or whatever they were at the time when he was in debt is about $60 million in debt. Right, right. And she rolled with him. Right. Why? What? I can't hate on that. Yeah. I can't be mad at Kim Kardashian. I can't be mad at her. Now, do I think some of their practices are questionable? Sure. But what what part what part of business is not like that? Where did, like okay, for instance, let's say Chuck Dizzle, right? Chuck Dizzle is in 45 markets in the country. Right. Okay. Let's say in one of those specific markets, you know they don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But they paying the shit out of you to do morning show. Right. Are you gonna not do the morning show? Right. You're gonna keep doing the keep morning going, show yeah. because it's business, right? So do I feel like Kim genuinely fucks with Donald Trump and his ideology? No. But she saw a business opportunity, which what that that's what that family does. They see business opportunities and they capitalize. Yeah. I'm not, I can't be mad at Man, this that. is a, this is America. <laughs> Come on now. I can't be mad at that. So all of the slack that Kim Kardashian gets, I, I'm not on that train. Some of her family members, maybe. I might not, you know, respect some of her family members the same way I respect her. But do I have do I have respect for Kim? Absolutely. Do you do have, I, do, am I hating on Kim? Not at all. Now, do you, do you have a, a Kardashian uh, totem pole? So Car- Kim will be at the top. Kim is at the top. Who do you fuck with the most after Kim? Um, I, I'm be honest with you. See, I mean, another thing is, I don't, I don't know these people personally. Got you, no, right? Yeah, from We're your, going from, from your, afar, from your, from afar, from the way you just broke down and how you looked at Kim Kardashian. Now, who do you fuck with next? Who's second in command? Based on based on what? Based on your overall projections of that person. This is DJ Head speaking. Not not any. Not just not you're you're just you right now. Just you personally, based off of what you know. They mom. And why is that? Because that her mom is diabolical. Her mom is diabolical. She don't give a fuck about nothing but that, but that, but that she don't give a fuck about nothing but the brand and, and, and capitalism and, 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 in a, a fucked up way, I fuck with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, because you gotta look in real life. You, you gotta like people like, okay, I was just talking to this girl. Right. And she told me that one of the most attractive things about me is my work ethic. Mm-hmm. She said that she's been like, we've been friends for a long time. And she said that she literally gets her work ethic from me. Watching me over the last 10 years, she was like, your work ethic is something that inspires me to ramp my shit up, yeah. right? Even when in the past, you would put work before me. like. So I'm like, yeah, of course. So I say that to say, even if, even if I might feel some type of way, like I probably, I don't have kids, so I don't know what that's like. You could probably speak more to that. I probably would never exploit my kids in the same way that I think that Chris Jenner exploits hers, mm-hmm. right? I don't know that she does. Speculation. Right. Everybody assumes that the mom is, is the puppet master of that family, right? I would never exploit my family in the same way that I feel like she, that I that I believe she exploits her family, 
But with that being said, you got to respect a motherfucker that's cold enough to pull the trigger. And she set him up. She set him up you got, for life. Oh, they they generations. Good. Generations, they good. And so as, as fucked up as it may seem, it's like I still got to respect somebody that's willing to pull the trigger. Mm. Like, I'm not a fan of the death penalty, mm. right? I don't like like the death penalty. I think that it's, it's kind of like crazy and a little barbaric and it's probably not really up to us if you believe in God, which is crazy because they read you last rites. Right, right. Before they execute you, which is a whole nother conversation. It's a mind fuck right there. It's a, yeah, right? But I got to respect somebody who's willing to do that job. Mm. Because it's like, you're willing to do something that I'm not willing to do. Mm. And I got on on a, on a fucked up level. I gotta respect that. I gotta respect somebody that's willing to do some shit I'm not willing to do because of whatever moral compass I have or whatever. Like people, even like we're drinking, right? You mm-hmm. stop drinking, right? You you quit cold turkey, right? You you coming up on what your third fourth year? Fourth year, fourth year sober, right? In in this fall, right? Yep, September, September. But at the same time. When you were drinking, you got to re- you respected me, who's somebody who don't drink. True. In the in the midst of you in the Wilding middle out of, and doing my shit, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, you get, I see what you're saying. So, so, so what I'm saying is, you have even if you don't fuck with something, you still got to respect somebody who's willing to fuck with it. Right, right. Even I mean, we can even go as far as saying. DT, you know what I'm saying? Donnie Trump. A lot of people don't fuck with him for sure. I do not fuck with him, but I respect it because of, I respect how how upfront he is with himself. Exactly. Even he don't give a fuck, and he know he'll get on TV and freestyle a whole press conference and not give a fuck right after. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I was talking, I was saying some shit, you know what I'm saying? But hey, at yeah. the end of the day, I'm the president. Yeah, Go was, fuck yourself. I was looking at something, somebody was talking to him about the stats of the coronavirus, and he was like, We're doing good. We're here. He's like, What stats are you looking at? He's like, These stats right here. It says it says it right here. And the dude was like, No, that stat says you're wrong. He's like, I'm right. Like, oh shit. Man, you have the stats in front of you that say you're wrong, but you all right. He's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, look, at, we'll look, over, look over it later on. We'll, we'll, yeah, but I, I'm right. Next. I'm like, oh, sh- all right. You uh, know what? Me controlling your narrative, it is. Okay. So I, I'm not going to go down the whole list. You said Kim, her mom. Who's next? This top three Kardashian. Who's the third one? Uh, honestly, okay. The man in me, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, ratchet in me go ahead. would say would say, you know, the Kylie shit because obvious, for obvious reasons. But that's a lot of surgery and all that kind of shit, right? Respect factor. Let's put it like that. Respect. Kim, Chloe. Mom, Chloe. I thought Chloe. I thought Chloe was going to be higher on your list because of what you well, said in the past. Well, well, Chloe, just because of her, like, people can say what they want about them Kardashian girls, them two specifically, mm-hmm. Kim and Chloe, but they fight for their relationships. True. Hey, Motherfucker that's willing to go go down for for Lamar Odom. Chloe went down, went down for for Lamar, bro. She was down for and her and while while everybody around her like what the fuck man, fuck doing? that, yeah. get up get up out of there. She like man, I'm I love my husband, yeah, and I'm a, we gonna figure this shit out. Yeah, we saw I, we we actually saw that. 
that was honestly when it came down to it, that was the identification of love in the family. That's who we saw. You know, when she had the reality show with her and Lamar, that's what we saw in the midst of uh, Kim breaking up with Reggie Bush and the situation not going good with the other dude. It was like, well, damn, her shit's kind of unstable. Whereas Chloe was like riding for hers. I got to be honest, dog. If people don't fuck with them, and I am a part of this yeah. as well. And that's why I want to ask you because it's like, in a sense, we we kind of come from that same cloth in terms of like, yeah, there's some things we 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 may like and some things we may not like for obvious reasons. But you kind of have to give it up to the things that you do like. It's if not like you, you gonna, don't. It's not like you got to scream from the mountaintop like, oh, I'm a Kardashian supporter. But I, a lot of times, and especially you you know how it is with the radio station or when you know us as as public figures when we post something or say something about these other public figures well why are you fucking with them because of da, 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 da. it's like bruh it's not i i understand why you're upset but take the emotion out of it just for a second and look at certain things like like this situation of her uh, of kim kardashian looking at the c murder situation there's a lot of people that's just hating on the fact that she even brought up his name and it's like why are you mad at that? You, that? She can possibly get this man free from prison. And, you know, I got some people on my comments saying the same thing. Like, man, I respect the fact that she even said it. Like, so, yeah, man, uh, you don't have to be an you ultimate know, supporter, but you do have to respect, you know, the influence and the, and the power that they have. Bro, Kim Kardashian like and her family is one of the most famous families in the, on, on the planet Earth. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime that people utilize their platform to benefit others, I got to salute it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and the thing is, if you don't fuck with them, if you don't fuck with Kim or Chloe, I'm going to just say them too, based on public perception. I'm not, I don't know them personally. They could be pieces of shit behind the scenes. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Based on the public persona and public perception of them, if you don't fuck with them, it's just hate. Yeah. Because of who they are and how they got on. Yeah. So, and and, and literally they're not doing anything different than anybody else in this country is doing. Exploiting other people or exploiting themselves for personal gain. That's capitalism. That's America at its finest, baby. Uh, speaking to somebody using a platform, man, you know, the NBA just kicked off. Salute to the Lakers. Uh, LeBron, uh, on game one against the Trailblazers, they they had, you know, I, what I love about the NBA is that they're all making statements in terms of like police brutality and, and uh, civil unrest and all these things uh, while they're in the bubble. And at first glance, people were looking at LeBron like, what the fuck is he doing? But he, I, I believe the whole team had it too, but I know for sure LeBron had the, uh, the MAGA looking cap and it said, make America arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, which I thought was yeah, so yeah. dope. Like, he's using yeah. his platform every opportunity he can get to raise awareness against that. And I, I think that, again, going back to whether you love him or hate him or whatever, you got to respect the fact that he's using his platform. Um, I would like to take this opportunity because I remember on this on this podcast, I remember saying, I really want LeBron in L.A. Remember that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think I was like. Yeah, two years ago, right, you're right. You were strong about that too. Remember that was like about two yeah. years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool on him coming uh, out here. I forgot the reason that you gave. Do you remember? Hell no. Nah. He's like, you forgot that shit now, huh? I, I, I'm fucking with LeBron. Bron. You think we making the playoffs? Hey, hey, Ron, Bron. Forget, forget what I said before. Welcome to LA, Welcome my to- nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pull up. 
Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, so salute to LeBron for using his platform. Hopefully, I'm going to tell you like this, though. Get dang glitter, though. I'm, you know, I'm not the sports dude. All I know is he he he's giving them he's giving them a run for their money in the the, the first uh, round of the playoffs here. Hey, bro, look, let me tell you something. Um, the first, so I was watching the first game. We're not gonna comment on the second game because we don't know when people are gonna listen to this. But this is obviously after game two, uh, so it's, the series is tied up one one as of us recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the first game when when I was watching Dame. Just pull up from half court, nigga. Just pull up from wherever he want. Like he's like, yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm tired of dribbling. Let me just shoot right here. And then and the ball just going in. I'm like, won't somebody just push this nigga? <laughs> like, <laughs> like get him out the bubble. Get it, yeah. Get him won't out some, the bubble. While he fly in some LA work <laughs> and get him in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Anna, where Anna, you where? at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. We need to get you to the bubble. Anna. Somebody, hey, start a GoFundMe right now. Cash hey, we out. need to Anna. we need to fly Anna in and see Dame Lillard, goddammit. If you because. are watching this podcast, listen, we need your assistance. <laughs> For the greater good of the Los Angeles Lakers, Anna do hey Anna, do what you do. Hey, listen, Come we on. need a distraction. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I need you to go over there, play some Call of Duty with this nigga, rub his back, and violate the bubble so we get this nigga up out of here because I, <laughs> I, he's causing us problems right you now. You cannot go down in the first round. It can't go down like this. God damn, you work too hard to get here. What, what I think about, man, I think about... Six years. Six years since we've been in the playoffs. six years. What I think about immediately, though, is for the Trailblazers organization, I know for them it's, it's personal because I don't know if you remember... But the shit that, that kicked off the uh, the 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 Kobe and Shaq era was against the Trailblazers, Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals. Oh shit! We were down. Lakers were down like fifteen. I remember watching that at the Carson Community Center at my job. I wasn't. I was supposed to be setting up a room or some shit, and we was all huddled in this room looking at the Lakers get that work. Fourth quarter, Kobe and Shaq was Kobe and Shaq, and then that infamous lob that Kobe did to Shaq, and you know he dunked it and put his hands up. That was when fourth quarter they 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 got a little past him and it ended up getting through, and then that's when we won our the first title. So for them, they like, oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. I know. I I think that was the last time that they were like kind of like head to head at that point. So, yeah, it's it's personal for them. I know it's personal for that organization. Bro, it's so. personal for everybody. Course, this no, shit, I know. But I'm just bro, saying, like this is the first time in the playoffs since Kobe. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kobe just happened, but I'm just saying, like, we ain't been in the playoffs. We haven't been in the playoffs. Right. Fuck a championship. Fuck all that. We haven't been in the playoffs. We didn't even have an opportunity to compete. True. I need this shit to work. Okay, the same way we feel Think about somebody from Portland right now I don't give a fuck how they feel If I'm being honest with you, I just don't give a fuck (laughs) And my my thing is Don't let that be the reason that you let up off the gas We can't can't let these niggas advance Facts Period Now, here's the thing If Let's say we do lose first round Mm. You know how devastating that's mm. going to be to our confidence that's to the, to like that's a blow. like it's it's going to be devastating. The, the first round, the only thing that'll make it okay is if the Clippers get eliminated too. Then at, at that point, I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know what? It was a good, you know, hey, it is what it is. It happened like the man. You know, 2020 was crazy. I don't feel like that. If if we don't make it, I would I would rather the Clippers win. Nah, 
So I mean, I, I fuck with the Clippers. I even though, even though Kawhi Leonard is an IE nigga, nah, you know what I'm saying? But not, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. Salute to the IE. Matter of fact, I'm fucking around. I take my, I take my position around. back. You're right on the greater good for Los Angeles. You're right. I, let me let me take that back. I, I take my statement back. I, I, you know, the, the Laker in me wants to hate so bad. And we were talking about just hating and understanding the hate. That the Laker in me wants to hate so bad. But the Los Angeles in me has to, has to support the Clippers if they do advance, all right? It's so, okay to hate as long as you admit it and you work on yourself. I'm working on myself. So if Lakers get eliminated, <laughs> Clippers, y'all, y'all better take, take, the, take the wheel and, and, you know, do it for L.A. Shout Bro, I think I think this is gonna be good though. I like the I like I I have uh I remember who I was listening to. I was listening to somebody uh commentate on the bubble, the NBA bubble and what's mm-hmm. going on. And I um they made a good point. I don't remember who it was, excuse me, but they were saying that the level of competition it feels like it's better because there's no distraction. distraction. There's no exactly. There's no traveling two days. There's no two. There's no, you know. There's none of that. It's like we all here yeah. to play basketball. Right. You can't get ain't no ain't no fanfare. Yeah. Ain't no uh, arena energy. Ain't no oh this concession lady. You know, wink at me. That give me the extra boost I need to hit these three. Ain't none of that. None of that. Yeah. It's like niggas is. Here and we playing ball. That's it. <laughs> it kind of remind you of just street ball. Like, hey man, it's all fair. It's all fair war. It's whatever. It's just happens. a head up fade. Yeah. It's just heads up. It's, everybody just in the park running fair one. That's how I look at it. <laughs> so I feel, I'm fucking with it. I actually think low key, Better. I would be okay with this being the, norm. the way sports are for a while, just because of the level of competition that we're getting. I agree. Now, obviously, we want to go to the stable center and turn up, mm-hmm. but it's like. I'm not mad at like I, I like the focus. Yeah. I like that shit. Outside of people flying in LA work. You know what I'm saying? You can keep that shit. Leave that shit at home. Uh yeah. speaking of can, can I mean, you you did mention IE niggas, right? And yeah. can I, we have to, we have to give props to one of the homegrown homies. I feel like He's hit. He's been a legend. He's been. I just. But I feel like the lately his legendary status has been elevated. Man, uh, Fontana's own my man Hit Boy. Hey, shout out to Hit Boy. Um, you know what? You know what makes me proud of Hit Boy is I remember having a conversation with him. I had one. I had two conversations with Hit Boy. One back when he was rapping and big hit. And they were doing the whole HS37 thing. And he was trying to run a label. He was trying to be an artist. He was trying to be a, be the producer. He was trying to be an executive. It was like, bro, you're doing too much, bro. Mm. I said, And I was telling him, I said, you need to get back to what the fuck you do. Mm. Make these hits. Yeah. Make these records. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do. That's your gift. Stop running away from what got you to this point. And so I have to remember that myself, right? Um and then I just had a conversation recently with him. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull this shit up. Um, hold up. I just love the work that he's been doing. You know, obviously, at the we, we talked about it on the last podcast of uh, the uh, Half a Mill project he has with uh, Dom Kennedy. But as of recently, he just dropped a, a, that Nas album. He p- produced the whole damn thing. And I'm not, okay, let me put it like this. I'm not qualified as a Nas fan to say this, all right? Because I'm not going to sit there and act like, you know, I'm the gung-ho Nas fan like that, right? I love Nas. Yeah. I think he's amazing. Yeah. But I feel like this is one This is one of his best albums, in my personal opinion. The King's Disease is one of the best albums from Nas as of right now. And I'm glad that Hit Boy has something to do with it. Not only that, right? And the reason why I say he hit legendary status is because on the track, he's got Dre giving him a cosign. 
right? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't need it, but it's just amazing. I had that feeling. I know that was a big deal for him. But he also had Nas shout out to IE. And that's why I feel like, bruh, you got Nas to shout out to IE. Come You're on, man. Y'all, y'all need to give him a key to the whole damn uh, Fontaine. Everywhere out in the IE, pay that man some respect for putting IE on his back for that, man. So I, 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 I appreciate him, boy. I, I love what he's doing right now. And you said you had a conversation with him? Yeah, I was talking to him. So I text him, and I remember uh, I said, I'm proud of what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And he said, respect. I said, when we had that convo about you getting back to your production roots, I told you that's what you're meant to do. You stuck to your guns, and that shit is big, bro. I said, don't ever lose sight of your gifts and purpose. He said, I mean, I needed to hear that right now. That's love. Thank you. Man. And I was just telling him, like, because, I mean, I seen him in person, too, when we, we chopped it up. But I was telling him, like, bro, you have a real special gift that a lot of people don't have. And what do I always say? Take advantage of your advantages. Lean into if you, it. If, lean into that shit. If you LeBron James, why are you... Why are you playing outside like Steph Curry? Man, go to the hole. Dunk on these bitch ass niggas. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so my thing is, um, shout out to Hit Boy, one. Two, he got Nas, shout out to That's He's a legend for that. Amazing. Okay. Um, Three, I just love when somebody does what they do, Mm. gets on, excels in what they do, try some other shit, because obviously you want to grow and expand right. and realize like, oh, oh, this ain't that ain't that ain't the play. I, I fell all the way back down trying to do some other shit. Yeah. Let me go back to what I'm doing. Yeah. You know who else did the same thing? Mustard. Mm. I want to salute to Mustard because I remember Mustard. You know, I don't know if you remember, but Mustard was getting heavy in the EDM world. Oh, started, right. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Mustard started doing the EDM festivals. He started trying to fuck with them white people. And then what happened was he's like. Oh, they these white people ain't fucking with me. Mm. And then now you start now you're in this no man's land, which is where I think Nicki Minaj ended up. Um now you're in this no man's land where you're no longer the urban guy, but you're not accepted as the pop guy either. Mm. Damn. So now you're in this gray area where it's like, oh shit, do I pivot? Or do I go back to what I'm what I'm no. do I go back to being the guy? And mustard came to the radio station. And straight up said, I fucked up, basically. Verbatim, he was like, I tried to do that shit, and I realized that that's not what I do. He's like, from now on, he said, I'm telling you right now, head, you will never hear me, you will never hear Mustard do that again. Wow. Mustard is is hip-hop, and that's what I'm doing from now on. I'm going to fuck with R&B. My hip-hop and R&B, that's what I'm doing same, from I'm now on. Tree. But, I, I mean, I feel like you do have to kind of bump your head in a sense. So, so I'm not I'm not knocking anybody that wants to try it because you might try some shit and it, it may work. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm writing a book. I might, right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I, I might be writing a book for nothing yeah. and then put it out and be like, people be like, bro, why are you writing a book? We want you to play these records. <laughs> play these hits. We want, we want play the these clip. records and Give talk your clips. shit. Give us the clips. Um, nah, but I, I think that that's commendable, man, just for, for people to kind of find their lane and identify that and understand what it truly is. And like you said, just lean all the way into it and then succeed at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's very, very important. So, salute to, to the both of them, man, the homegrown homies. Um, and a lot of homegrown homies in that uh, Jay-Z or Pharrell Jay-Z track, Entrepreneurs. Shout out I to Calmatic. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't even paying attention to the song. I was just looking at the video. Me either. Me 
neither. Everybody that was in there, that was such a great look for 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 not only entrepreneurs but for Los Angeles, man. So shout out to uh, Calmatic directing that shout video. Out to, shout out to my nigga Butter. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Butter, Butter was in there for Keep It One Hundred. Shout out to Six Sev uh, out there. If you guys don't know him, Lamert Park, he, he's actually on his way up doing his thing, man. Um, uh, shit, man. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, I think it's Ty, Ty Anthony. Yep. Davis. Shout out to Chase Infinite too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, man. It, just a lot, a lot of folks in there. Uh, Issa Rae, of course. Um, Tyler, creator. Uh, my man, uh, Hugh Augustine, with his, uh, with his. Uh, I want to say hot bowl. I think it's called hot bowls. But again, I, I had a conversation with him the other day, just as far as like kind of doing different things and how. The, the, the pandemic really helped him out. Like, in a, in, you know, it's fucked up a lot of situations, but it turned on, like many of us, it turned on the hustler and him. Um, and I'm just glad that he's got that recognition as well, man. Somebody that's also want to come up. So shout out to Hugh. I'm real interested to know what made them lock in on L.A. like that, though. Like, I I, honestly, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Because Pharrell is from Virginia. Hove is from New York. I don't. I think, and I could be wrong. But I think that's the importance of having somebody like a Calmatic in the building and being Thanks. able to kind of like, because I saw, I saw, you know, they they paid tribute to Nipsey Hussle yep. um, and a whole lot of stuff. But I remember there was one sequence in particular where it went back. Like, think about this, dog, for two things. The homie Butter, his, his scene starts when Jay-Z starts rapping. Yeah, yeah. It's like... That right there and the other the other um, companies that they mentioned, I noticed there was a sequence where they specifically did like four L.A. ones before they did everybody else. It was like the mm-hmm. end of the video, and that's where uh, Hugh Augustine's was and a, a few other ones. Uh, but they show love. I, I, it was like L.A., 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 and then, okay, Paris, London, da, 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 like around the world or whatever. But I think that when you have people that are from this fabric, from this cloth, they're going to do, they're going to put their homies on. Just like if I'm in a position and again, real quick, got to bring this back. Shouts out to the homegirl, Alex, Alex on the mic, man. Yeah. Um, she's yep. doing amazing things. She used to work at iHeart. Now I, I, I skipped the, I can't remember the title that she has. She works at, is it Universal Music Group? Yeah. Yep. She's doing big shit over there. She called me randomly out the blue for a play on this voiceover thing for Spotify. And it's like, you got the homies lifting up the homies. And that's yep. what it's all about, man. I, I love seeing that. And that's that's that that's that nature that we gotta take on, you know, because everybody's looking out for their own people anyway. So I think that's why you, you saw that. I have no problem with depotism. I'm on record as saying that. I think that it's a beautiful thing. I think that that's what you're supposed to do is throw the rope. What, but what, what, shout what, out to Tiffany Haddish. Yep. What do you say? It's not we're not anti them, we just pro us. That's it. I'm not anti anyone. I'm just pro us. And right. so my thing is I think that what's dope is and this is matter of fact this is something I was talking to um I think we me and Salas was talking about this. No, me and Gentry. Shout out to Gentry. Gentry oh, also another, another one, man. Graduate salute to Gentry. Uh, I didn't know, know he was in school this whole damn time. This whole time. Running bro. plays okay. for LA, all these cats that he's been doing doing work with it. He's been in with for like two years, three years. Gentry Salvatore uh, record executive uh, over there at uh, Empire. at Empire, um, we all came up together. And now, if you look around, like look at the look at the uh, group chats we in. 
Yeah. Like, look at the shit that we're doing. Look at the Britney Bells of the world. Yeah. Like, and, and different shit that's going on. It's like, you got Grammy Museum. You got you know, Big Time, Atlantic Records. You got, oh, what do you think about this for B? ET, what do you think about this for Complex Con? What do you think about this for the Grammy Awards? It's like, we are the industry now. And it's dope that it's the homies. It's the homies, man. It's the homies. Like, we all, all like, all of the homies, bro. Like, so that's what I'm enjoying the most about this. It's not about, it's not about DJ Head. It's not about Chuck Dizzle. Mm-hmm. It's not about Homegrown. It's about the community that we have built. Uh, and then, um, and shout out to everybody that's been giving us props for that, too, because... I think that in a real way, shout out to advice again, but a real way, like we incubated a lot of this shit that's going on. And so what's dope to me is to see people like Alex who don't have to do shit for us. She don't, man. She really don't. She don't have to do nothing for us. And and I talked to Alex last night. We was on the phone for about two hours yesterday. Yeah, she talked random, random, random. Randomly, and I was telling her like all the different shit that I'm trying to do, what I'm thinking about. She was like, "Oh well, I know so and so. Let me, let me, you know, let me call him. I'm gonna call him tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm gonna call him tomorrow, and I'm gonna tell him that you're amazing and that this needs to happen." And I was just like, "Damn, like okay, I'm a man." And so, and so, my thing is, what's interesting to me is, it's dope to be in a position where not not necessarily to be on the receiving end of a blessing, but to be able to give and create those blessings for other people. And I feel like that's the best part about being quote unquote own. Yeah. That's what I told her too. I said, I'm I'm so glad that you're in this space right now, this energy, this frequency that you're in and you're able to bless people like myself with opportunities like this. That's, that's amazing. And you can just, you can sit, cause I had a FaceTime with it. I was, it, you can just see it all over her face. Obviously you heard it in the conversation and literally that's, that's really what it's all about. Um, uplifting who you can man so I, I, I salute that I, I fuck with that a hundred percent um I, I do want to I wrote this down and I didn't want to forget it so while we're kind of talking about this you tweeted out something recently regarding honesty yeah um I don't have it in front of me can do you can you read that um, and kind of talk, talk about what your um hold on what I should have pulled, pulled it up about I'll, I'll just give you the gist of it if you want to read it oh wait 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 uh okay you talking about there's no talking about my circle? No, not that one, but I like that one too. I'm, we might. Oh, I got it. Here it goes. Okay, it says my commitment to being honest with myself and others has cost me many relationships, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. I don't know where or how you want to kind of like dive into that, but I, I'm always interested as to because I, I I know you, I get it, right? I understand, but for you. What what was the reason why you decided to put that out at that moment? Like, what was, what happened? Um, if you can talk about like that, the the, the moment that that kind of led up to it, because I know you on a daily basis, whether you're having conversations with people, it could be a random FaceTime or random conversation or just exchanges you have on Twitter that makes you realize like, because it was some it was some other shit that you said before. You oh uh, no, there was a sequence of tweets, and that was one of the last ones. So read that other one that you had because it talked about you said if in your circle, if I'm the one, got you. Okay, so this is what I said. I said there is no reason a stranger should make you aware of something your circle hasn't already told you about yourself. Facts. If if I'm the first person to tell you that your eyelashes look crazy or your music sucks, get new friends. I love that. I love. And I that. just feel like. Because what happens was I did honest feedback. Mm. 
Um, and I did another honest feedback and it was just like, it was refreshing to talk to people who had already known the information that I was giving them. I was like, yo, this shit ain't mixed. Yeah, I know you was going to say that. I was thinking that right before I, I'm like, what nigga, what are we doing? What are we talking about? He was right. like, yeah, fuck it. I, I want my opportunity. Yeah, I, I respect shot, that. Man, take your shot. At least you, at least you know though. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is take accountability and ownership of of your own bullshit. I do it, you do it. Mm-hmm. We we hold each other accountable. And I think that that's something that is lacking. And um damn, who was I talking to? I was talking shout out to my homie Ace, he manages Corday. We got to talk about that too. But um shout out to my homie Ace who manages Corday. He always gives me props for that. And then I, oh, Sylvan. I was talking to Sylvan and, and Holy Bangles. Sylvan, man. Yeah, so to, so, so to uh, Sylvan just got a promotion. So, yeah. uh, salute to Sylvan. Um, I was talking to Sylvan and he was like, you know what's crazy, head? And I was like, what? He said, I don't know anybody really in this industry who's held on to their integrity in the same way that you have. Crazy. And I'm like, what you mean? He said, he said, bro. I've known you 15 years. These record people just starting to get to know you in the last five years since you started working at the station. But I've known you 15 years. We came up together. We was broke together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you've never taken money from anybody to do anything. Right. And he was like, that's just unheard of in, in doing what we do, especially being in L.A., which is the number second biggest market in the country. Like, do you know how much money you could be making? Oh, absolutely. By yeah. by by you know by doing illegal shit, and it was just like, yeah, I know, I'm perfectly aware. Can but I, let me, can I just give context for the people that don't know? For the people that yeah. don't know, for context, all right. Number two market, Los Angeles, uh, within radio, obviously, right? Somebody that is in right now. Let's go down. Um, there's hundreds of markets, right? Let's go down. Somebody in the 50-something market, all right, can make easily a half a million dollars a year doing some illegal shit. And I'll just leave it at that. And I was just like, I, he was saying that, he's like, bro, this whole time you haven't taken a penny, like from, from nobody, from me, nobody. And I was like, yeah, one, that's illegal. Right. Two, I don't believe in that shit because then your opinions are not authentically yours. I want to be able to pop my shit and everybody knows this is exactly what I mean. Right. When I say I love this Kaylee for real for a record, everybody knows that I actually love this Kaylee for real for a record. Yeah. I haven't been bought or told to say it. Nobody tells me what to do or say. Mm-hmm. The only thing that people have control over is the shit I play on the radio. Right. Outside of that, when I turn my mic on, everything you hear is authentically from me. Right. Okay. So that being said, I want to maintain that because that to me is that's the currency. That's important. That's the that's the payoff. So then it trickle down into obviously mixtapes. I don't host mixtapes because I don't want people to be able to pay me for my brand. Right. If I do something, anytime you see me do something, you know I'm doing it because I want to do it and because I believe in it, or I actually authentically believe that this is something I should be participating in. So um we were having that conversation and he was just he was just like, damn, it's just crazy because, you know, a lot of people get in or get on. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then they then they flip and they change and they become somebody else. And, and Bang was t- telling me that he was like, even people that we've been friends with for ten years, you know, they get a little position or they get something and they flip and they change. Yeah. And it was like, nigga, you've been the same the whole time. You you still give us a hard time. Right. <laughs> and we and we have access. <laughs> and we yeah, and that's like you pick up the phone, and so that's why. And I, I'll talk a little bit about it, but that's why like it trickled down to my, 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 my conversation I have with problem. And um and I was talking a problem about you know, me and problem have our spats on Instagram live because problem feels like not me, but others should do more to participate in LA culture when it comes to LA radio. And I just be like, bro. Miss me with these conversations. So at this point, I'm no longer interested in having these conversations with problem because it's one, it's not productive. And two, it doesn't, it, it always um, comes across like an, an antagonistic uh, type of interaction. And I'm no longer interested in that from him. So what I was, what I was trying to convey to him was, you know what? I appreciate you problem. That was our conversation. He kept saying shit. And I kept saying, I appreciate you, my nigga. I appreciate you. Nah, head, fuck all of that. <laughs> fuck all of that. You appreciate me. Nah, hey, problem. I appreciate I, I, you. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to remove my, myself from this conversation right now. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I hope all is well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just, I'm the same. Yeah. I've been pushing. I got, I posted a photo that's 10 years old. I mean, I photo a video, which is 10 years old, okay, of us giving props. I mean, of us getting uh, a visit from Julio G on our live. Man. Um, because the National Radio Day just happened yeah. this week. And, and I was wearing a West Coast shirt. Oh, you're right. Dude, it, was the one, it was the one with the, the little cryptic looking hands, like the little bone yes. looking hands. Yeah. yeah. I was wearing a shirt that said West Coast on it 10 years ago. Crazy. So, us doing home grown in the apartment i've been pushing the same shit the whole fucking time so i'm no longer entertaining these conversations with nobody that's going to antagonize me about my role and what i'm doing until you start getting on live with the other motherfuckers in this city who ain't pulling their weight i'm no longer having these conversations with nobody i love it (laughs) he said leave me out this shit because i I don't have nothing to do with it I'm doing my part yeah. and can't nobody tell me different. Right. That's true. Also, shout out to National Radio Week. Shout out to um Victoria, Vic, Vic, Vicky Hernandez. We oh, appreciate man. you. Dude. Uh, did I say her last name right? No, you did. No, you're right. You're right. I'm just thinking okay. about just yeah, just I okay, feel like- shout out to her for giving us that LA Times article. That shit was a big, big, big deal. That's that's like a big look. I got the plaque hanging in my house. I know you got one. Yeah. And like I think that. That to me was like one of them ones where it was like, oh shit, yeah, like we didn't really did some shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it, it was it was definitely like even kind of reminisce. I like I feel like that the day comes very fast. Like I don't know why I feel like we were just celebrating National Radio Day, but when it popped up again, I'm like, damn, again. Um, and seeing all the pictures, uh, just the accomplishments, and just even Salah said in the group chat, like, damn, the longevity of what you've been able to do and what we've been able to do all these years. And you you look at those moments like, damn, no matter what happens, what, and we've said it on this podcast plenty of times, and I don't give a fuck, we're going to say it again. No matter what happens, you can't take away, take away 
those moments at all. The L.A. Times, you know what I mean? Us cracking our first, cracking the first uh, break on Real ninety two three. The fact that <clears throat> that 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 big boy shouted us out, like shit, like that, like that we get a chance to work with this motherfucker, man. Like all those moments, you know, Julio G coming to the apartment and saying he loves what we're doing. I'm not gonna lie, that was a battery in my back. I'm like, oh, okay. So the motherfucker we look up to is giving us props. That that little stuff like that can't nobody take away when it's all said and done. So salute to all the DJs out there, out there, all the radio personalities that's on the come up. I hope that you see, you know, within your own journey, when you see, you know, moments like that for us or for whoever, that just know that, you know, your, your shit ain't over. You just got to figure a way, figure a way out because we, we figured it out. We still figuring it out. Still figuring it out. We trying to. I mean, we 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 didn't started this podcast three four times because we're trying to figure out. <laughs> he's taking. We're <laughs> gonna make it work. Damn, ain't man. nothing. Ain't nothing change. Ain't nothing change at all. Um, I believe that was it. Was there anything else you want to kind of touch on? Because I think we 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 touched a lot of stuff right now. Um, and it's getting hot as fuck in my garage. I've been sitting here melting. Hold on. Um. I uh, got a shout out once again to the homie Clarence Barnes, always uh, tapping in and, and saying what's up. And, and everybody that's been subscribing to the Homegrown Radio podcast from wherever you're listening to, uh, thank you. Continue to uh, subscribe. Continue to give us comments, what you like about it. The folks that's been sharing it on socials, I've been seeing the engagement. Um, and I said it last time, but I will. we will have a, a formal announcement of uh, Homegrown merch uh, on the next podcast. So be on the lookout for that. I yeah, Chuck, Chuck going to have that for you because I don't know what the fuck going hey, man, <laughs> you got to figure it out you got to figure it out but we got some homegrown merch coming for y'all real real soon uh, oh I do want to shout out to um, D Smoke more information coming but D Smoke is definitely doing a a, um, a food giveaway I believe it is in, in Inglewood oh, word. Uh, next, yeah, next week okay so uh, if you in LA and you listening to this uh, I'll be posting details about that soon um, I'm working with him and putting it together are, are getting it together as far as uh, where it's going to be, the times and all that shit. Should have more information on my Instagram. By the time you hear this, I might have it already out there. Up already, but yeah, it might be out there. But shout out to D Smoke. He reached out to me. I heard D Smoke's album. Why are you hearing uh, all these goddamn albums? Okay, so is he how how complete is he? Is he just in the beginning phases of working on an album, or is it if like? If I'm being if I'm being honest, I'm gonna say Smoke is eighty percent done with the album. Wow. Uh. Yeah. Did you hear? Okay. Side note. Did you hear the 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 Kendrick leaks? No. There's three records that leaked. I that. I don't know nothing about that. Well, I I heard him. Somebody sent me a link. I heard three <laughs> songs. I'm not gonna lie. I heard three songs that uh <laughs> that dropped out of nowhere. Cause I was like, hmm. Yeah. Right. Let me let me see what's going on. Um, he's got one song with Baby Keem. There's another two songs out there. You can you can clearly tell that these songs like. Somebody gonna get fucked up. <laughs> Let's put it like that. Because these songs weren't supposed to be released. And yeah, they made it out there. I just want some new dot, man. New dot. Come on, dot. We wait. It's that it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. And I know you know he's he's got Oh, the- we got a shout out to Schoolboy Q. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, man. Leveling up on that. Is it P PG? PGA. PGA 2K21. Listen, bruh. Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck what nobody say about golf. That's a bar. Schoolboy Q and Ali make me want to get out there. And now I understand what people was telling me about the bike rides. Mm. Because I be on my bike shit. I, I took this week off. 
know what I'm saying? I haven't rode my bike at all this week. Don't plan on until next week. It's okay. Week, Sometimes so. you got to unplug. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, nigga, I ask me hurting sometimes. <laughs> Pause or not. It's 20, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, uh, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. But uh, so I'm watching, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm watching Schoolboy Q and Ali get out there. Ali actually been telling me too, hey, you need to come out there. You need to come out there. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, I don't know the first thing about, about hitting a golf ball outside of miniature golf where I be cheating. I just roll the ball with my hand Yo, up into the ramp, into the windmill. And, you know, anyway, uh, but. Schoolboy Q is in the PGA 2K21. That's major, man. It's major for a couple of reasons. It's major because it's introducing a lot of people to to who he is. But I love the fact that that's really him. Like that's really that's him, bro. Really him. It, that you know. And whenever you get a shout out to my man Julian Mitchell. Whenever you get paid to be yourself, it's just it's an incredible thing to watch, man. And that seeing that it was just like, and it came out of nowhere. It was like, oh, oh shit. So shouts out to Q, man. Bro, that shit is amazing, and um, also want to also want to salute my mother um, because my mother has been doing really well uh, during this COVID. She's been laying low. She haven't been moving around. She's high risk because she diabetic. Oh wow! And she really been just she, she ain't you know, been hitting bingo. She no ain't been bingo. going nowhere. Okay. I, I don't no, see her. Be- no, no, uh, no, no casinos. Nope, ain't been doing right. shit. Shout and she just been at the house working from home. I appreciate that just because my mom was hard headed. She knucklehead i know she be listening sometimes so i wanted to give her her props shout out to mom and then also real quick real quick, also, real quick before you do the next one how where's your level of paranoia paranoia or anxiety when it comes to going out like to events and studio sessions i don't have any on anymore you don't Mm-mm. like what do you mean like you, i had to figure i had to tell my like because in all i mean here's the thing i'm only cautious for other people at this point I don't really, I'm not like that, but not to sound real fucked up, but I am no longer paranoid or in a state of like how I was when we first, when we first went on, on, on a uh, lockdown, when we was first on some quarantine shit, I'm at the house. Yeah. I'm I wasn't, going nowhere. No, yeah. I wasn't going nowhere. Talk. I wasn't fucking with no, you know what I'm saying? That was just, I'm at the house, pull up or don't. I'm not ordering food. You know, I would go hoard groceries yeah. so I wouldn't have to leave for a month. And now I'm just, I'm living life, bro. We got to fit. Cause the thing is, I feel like the vaccine, well, they already said they got one. I'm not fucking with the first two, three rounds of vaccines, to be honest with you. I'm going to wait till they work the kinks out of that shit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but the way I'm looking at it is I'm looking at it almost like, uh, uh, being and this is gonna sound real fucked up, but I'm almost looking at it like being a black man in racist America. We got to figure out a way to coexist. Mm. I'm not finna. I'm not finna uh, live my life at this point where I, where I'm at mentally. I'm not about to live my life in fear anymore of none of that shit. And that's only because. And that's only because. Is it, what's the you? First of all, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Now you can limit your exposure, which I do. I take, I limit my exposure. I wear my mask. I do. I sanitize. But you know me before all that this shit. All, I'm, yeah. I'm washing my hands anyway. and wiping shit down. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm that guy. I'm wiping shit down before coronavirus. Right. Hey, did you sneeze? <laughs> right. Now, hey, get the fuck, get, get that, the fuck get up it, out yeah. of here. You got to roll. You know, I'm that guy. Right. So I was doing that before all of this shit. So nothing has changed in my sanitary 
department. Well, the only thing that's changed right now is my mentality towards living in fear. I'm not saying that I'm high risk. You know, I'm out here wild and I'm not going to Airbnb parties. I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. But I'm also not living in fear. And that's just and that's just where I'm at mentally, because that's not that's not that's existing. That's not living. And that's just me. No, Again, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, now, now, hold on, hold on. I know the homie, one of the homie, Daniel, the homie, Daniel, who used to work at iHeart with us. He's high risk. Mm-hmm. My mom, she's diabetic. She's high risk. At that point, yes, you have to live in fear because you're high risk. I'm not high risk. Mm-hmm. So I, like I said before, I am, my, my precautions are at the behest of other people who are or may be high risk, which is why I've only seen my mom one time during this whole pandemic. Right. I don't see my mom once in six months. It's crazy. Which I used to yeah, go yeah, like every other weekend yeah. to go pull up to my mom. I, I see my mom once in six months because she's high risk. And in order for me, I, and I know you can quarantine for a week and then go. I'm not, Two weeks. it's not that I'm not quarantining for a week. I don't want to stop at the gas station on the way to her house. Right. And then that'd be the, the shit that gets you that, fucked up. It, exactly. So, so I think that's where I'm at. My right paranoia, now. my paranoia comes from that, I not think, myself. Okay. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I don't want to go to events. I don't want to go to the pub. I don't want to do shit in fear of what if I bring some shit back home? Mm-hmm. That's my biggest thing. And, you know, thankfully, None of us are high risk, but it's like I'm thinking of the kid now. You know, obviously the kids aren't as high risk as other, but you just never, you know, kids. Right now, my son putting everything in his mouth. It's like you just yep. never freaking know. So it's like I find myself kind of like you said, just existing, and that to me, that's what sucks. It's like, all right, they're they're saying everybody's gonna get this shit anyway, some some way, shape, or form. You know, more people are gonna get it at some point, right? Um. But that just has me like, damn, do I want to go out? Like, at what point is that going to go away? And I, I thought after a while for me that that was going to go away. You know what I'm saying? It, it is not. Now, I have seen family. I, I've been super careful, super cautious. But I've noticed I find myself not wanting to socialize as much and being okay mm-hmm. with being confined in the house. You know, obviously go hoard, get some food, chill for a little bit. You know what I mean? But and, and I'm like, damn, am I the only one that still feels this way? Like, cause I see people going up. And I'm like, damn, yeah, nobody people really, going up. People, people going up. And I and I'm not talking about to the extent of that, but I do see people like even within the industry, it's like, okay, release parties are happening and you know, people are going out and you seeing people taking photos and no masks. And I'm like, all right, I get it because you're right, you have to live, but with if other, I don't know. I just don't want to. I don't want to be a victim to somebody else not being as precautious than, as I am. But you're yeah. right. It's like you have to. You have to kind of live within your own and do what you got to do. But I don't know, man. I just I wanted to kind of test your temperature on that because, you know, we we've been kind of dealing with this situation for months, and it's throwing people's mental mental state off a little bit because like, yo, we're in a box, you know. Bro, you know what's crazy is uh, I was listening to Charlemagne talk, and I actually called to check on him because he was talking on he was talking about it. like he started he first this is the first time in his life where he, I mean not the first time but he's recently started having more suicidal thoughts and shit. Oh shit! And I was just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, so that shit kind of fucked me up. So I called him to check on him. I mean, he cool, but yeah, he not he's not suicidal. But he was like, you know, like he was just having these thoughts, and yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah this check shit on the is homie. definitely fucking with people's mental yeah. and 
there's been two people, obviously Jazz Fly, uh, you know, she, she, you know, died during this thing. And then, uh, and then what I didn't realize was the homie Shaq. Now, remember when I went to Anguilla with Charlemagne? Yeah. Okay. Remember when people was making fun of me for riding a, riding that four wheeler with the helmet and shit. Yeah, remember yeah. I shot that video where yeah. I was riding the homie who filmed that killed himself. My home, it was the homie Shaq, the homie Shaquille, who is an Anguilla native who lives in Anguilla, who got a girl and a kid. He killed himself during the pandemic. And that's what Charlemagne was talking about. That shit is starting to take a toll on him because it's like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. Why are people just deciding to kill themselves? Um, I think one of my, one, a lot of people know this dude, I don't know him, but somebody else just killed himself like this week. And he, a lot of people around us know him personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, this shit is really taking a, Told on people's mental health. So I'm just at the point that that's another reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not finna let this shit beat me. Right. This shit is not finna. It's it definitely has changed my life and altered the way I live. I can't go out to parties. I'm not doing I now I didn't go to parties to begin like with but anyway. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not going to social gatherings. I'm not going to kickbacks. I'm not going to listening sessions like that. Um, I might pop to pop in the studio when I went to the studio with uh, Reason. It was me, Reason, and an engineer, and you know we was kind of distance. And then when I went to Smoke's house, it was me, Smoke, and Silas. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a, a big a, crazy event. studio yeah. session. Yeah, I'm not really doing that type of shit. Although I did hear the Busta Rhymes listening session it was crazy. I heard he got a classic album. I heard that this album is the best album he's ever he's ever done. I heard this. I heard he's been working on this album for twelve years. What the anyway, fuck? Um, I digress. I'm not doing those types of Look, things. But but you wasn't at the listening party. <laughs> I was. I wasn't at. You know, yeah. shout to Currency. He Currency had a listening session. I didn't go to. He had a big crazy house. Wiz Khalifa had one. I just, I'm not pulling up to that type of shit. So at what point, so you're saying once the third or fourth vaccination comes out and people start getting into that, that's when you'll feel okay with doing that? I think that, if I'm being honest, I think that the coronavirus or the COVID-19 vaccine is going to be mandated. I don't think that they're going to just make it voluntary like the flu shot. I think this shit is serious enough where in order to play in the NBA, you're going to need to be back. It's kind of like um, when you, you travel to Africa, you're going to need uh, immunization records. I think that's going to be a thing. I think in order to fly internationally, you're going to need a vaccination record. You're going to need a, a proof of vaccination. I think in order to probably in order to do a lot of shit, in order to like, go to a Laker game, you're probably going to need proof of vaccination. That's just my thought moving into the future. I don't see them making it completely voluntary because of the of the of the of the contagious and volatile nature that this to- that this shit has taken a toll on this country. That's just my own personal opinion. Now, if people do the first two rounds of vaccinations, nobody start growing extra toes <laughs> or no shit like that. I might fuck with it. We'll see. What if the toes don't come until ten years? You you gonna yeah. hey fuck it? I get a toe in uh twenty thirty, little twenty thirty toe. By the time by twenty thirty by the time twenty thirty rolling around, I should be married and already have a kid. So she stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. Whether I got an extra well, toe we or not, to, we, we want to um, elaborate on that next time because I think I think we had a conversation about you getting married. I, I want to say there was something I saw, and we were talking about the idea of you getting married, and I think you said you either tweet. I, that's what it was. I was looking up a, an old tweet that you said something about me mentioning 
that you will never get married. I said that. I'll I'll pull it up for you. I'll pull it up for you because it was something I was laughing at. I'm like, what the hell? I just happened to be searching tweet like, but I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll end it off with this because I know we kind of rambling at this point. I was searching old tweets because I remember you a tweet digger. No, I ain't no. Fucking with listen, you. listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, I was thinking, you know, niggas can get pulled up for anything, right? And I remember you saying, okay, I don't exist from what, what year was it? I don't exist up until 2014. On 2014 Twitter. on Twitter. And I'm like, I wonder, because I, 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 li- I like the way the evolution of people or whatever the case may be, but I was like, I wonder if I said some reckless shit ever online. I just wonder. So I'm searching keywords. Like, have I ever? No, okay, that didn't pop up. Ah, nope, that didn't pop up. Thank God. Okay, cool. And then in the process of that, I found this tweet of you saying something about yeah my bro Chuck Dizzle said I'll never get married or whatever or something like that and yeah so it just made me think about that super randomly uh, but I, I find that interesting that you're talking about the mandation of the 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 uh, vaccine because and I, I don't want to get too deep into this and again we'll end off of this you believe in God yeah you don't believe I, do you believe in organized religion are you yep. a Christian? Um, I'm a, I'm re- I believe I'm spiritual more than I am religious. Okay. All this shit that's planned. I, I don't identify with religion because I don't practice actively. Got it. But did you did you grow up in the church? In yeah, some sense? I grew okay. up Christian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went to private school. Went to a Catholic school. I, I I come from that, so I know. And all of these things that is happening right now is strictly out the Book of Revelation. Re- Revelations. Yeah. So yeah. with that being said. If you know these things, right? The market of market of bees, antichrist, yeah, yeah. vaccines, chips. Yeah. Microchips, yeah. Are you fucking with it? Yeah. You fucking with it. Yeah. Even with everything that's said up until this point as to who takes those things and the society and you know, not being and again, is this Strictly off of the faith-based shit, being denied in the heaven, all that shit. Like, cause what they saying is, hey, God ain't fucking with you if you do this. I understand that. The problem is, I think that I'm. I, and this is, and we. I mean, I don't know if you want to go down this wormhole, but I think that the ways of religion are antiquated and they need to be updated. Mm. Okay, we'll end it off right there. I think that they needed to be updated. We can talk about it more in the next, yeah. on the next I, episode. I, I think, I, I think we, we got to flush this one out because um, I think everything needs to be tore up and, and rewritten. For, and that goes for the Constitution. That goes for religion. That goes for education. That goes for everything. Everything needs to be tore up and redone which is, because we're smart. Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of this shit is starting to happen. Yes, a lot of shit think, is crumbling right now. Yes, I agree with you. All right. Ooh. All right. So look, uh, if, yeah, I don't know how to really end this, so I'm just going to end it. Uh, there's comments that you have and, and want to wait until the next episode. It's going to be an interesting one. I, and I promise it's not going to be in a, a completely like all, all dark. It's not going to just be all of this, but I do want to flush those, flush that out a little bit more, man. But we are running out of time because it's hot as hell up in here. I've been saying that for 20 minutes and I really mean that. Uh, subscribe, rate, comment, Homegrown Radio Podcast. Stay up. Uh, 
Join DJ Head's Twitch. Uh, I'll put all the information in the description. You can follow my Twitch as well. Um, yep. And yeah, stay connected with us. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and we out.